Simplified Chaos, episode 146. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having a wonderful week. We've got another great episode here for you today. This is an interview episode. Jilly, who'd you sit down with? We have such a fun conversation for you all, and um, it's with Tiffany Mason. So funny. I found her by just Googling two words, and you'll hear more of that on our conversation. But Tiffany Mason is a mama of two, a certified life and wellness coach, and the creator behind the Hugay Mama based in Charlotte, North Carolina. She believes that life is meant to be lived intentionally and beautifully with the people you love. And she's been putting so much magic into the world, I can't wait for you guys to hear it, but she has an incredible path that has led her to support other mamas in living life with more intention. And she shares her story, her core values that direct her life, her homeschooling journey, as well as some other juicy life lessons she's learned along the way. So I'm so pumped for y'all to hear it. All right. Well, let's get to it. Here's Jill's interview with Tiffany Mason. Welcome, Tiffany, to Simplify Chaos. We are so pumped to have you on the podcast. Yes, I'm so I'm so excited. Thanks so much for having me. All right. So before we dive into all the, the good stuff about you, uh, we always like to start off each episode with just gratitude. So I would just love to hear what's one thing that you're grateful for today. Yes, I the biggest thing for me would be, um, I just got back having a date night with my husband, John nice. and, um, uh, my, my mother-in-law took the boys up to the mountains this weekend. So we'll have, we'll have the weekend together. So that's, that's the biggest thing that I'm grateful for, for today. Oh my goodness. A weekend with just you and your husband. That sounds amazing. Yes. Yes. We're excited. I'm definitely one of those people that hops on when someone's like, Hey, do you want me to watch Lucille? I'm like, yes, I don't even think I'm just immediately. Yes. And what time let's let's do this. (laughs) Yes. No hesitation. Just jump right on it. (laughs) Um, well for me, I am very grateful for number one, for, for you saying yes and coming on here. I can't wait to hear your journey, your story. And uh, I'm also grateful for glow in the dark scooters because, uh, we went for, we were not outside very much at all today. And, uh, we took a late night walk in our neighborhood. Um, and Lucille has this new scooter. My daughter, who's three and a half ish, she has a scooter that has these glow in the dark wheels. And it was like, I was on a walk by myself and my husband and her were like coming towards me and I could see these wheels glow. And it was just like, so cool. I'm like, wow, these glow in the dark scooter wheels are like the coolest thing ever. Oh, I love it. It's the little things, right? <laughs> that totally. means so much. Yes. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So crazy, but I mean, a lot of people that I, I asked to be on my podcast, I find them in the Instagram world, which is so beautiful, a uh, way of connecting to just like-minded, open-minded individuals. And I was Googling Hugay homeschool because I'm, I'm currently in that pathway of like figuring out education for my daughter. And we're definitely heading in that direction. And your blog yes. popped up. And immediately I was like drawn to you, like 
everything on your website you had there. And then I found you on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, like I need to talk to Tiffany. I want to find <laughs> out more about her and all of the amazing things that you would put into the world. And I'm sure we'll get into that, but I would just love to hear your story uh, of just how you got to where you are today. I know that um, from just Googling you, you have things out there for homeschooling. You have things for like life vision courses for moms and um, coaching services. And you had just so many resources that I am always intrigued by. And you're just seem like a beacon of light, like the quotes you put on your website, um, your posts. And I was just like, I want to learn all about your story as detailed as you want. Just just starting wherever you feel comfortable and just sharing like your journey on how you got to to where you are today. Yeah. And, and thank you so much for sharing that, Jillian. I think as far as moms, you know, we're juggling so much. We wear so many different hats. And when it comes to living an intentional life, like it takes a lot of mindfulness. And um, so for me and my story, it, you know, I was born in the Philippines and I came here to the States when I was three. I grew up in, in New York and um, I was for most of my life, I was a competitive figure skater and ballroom dancer. And that's how I met my husband through ballroom dancing in New York City. And uh, about when I was 22 years old, I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my career, how I wanted to spend my time. And that's when I hired a life coach. And after working with her, I realized I, it's like, I can't believe you get paid to be a life coach and to work with people and to change, be part of changing their lives. And so that's when I decided to um, become certified as a certified life and wellness coach. And I opened up my business in 2013. And fast forward a couple of years later, I got married and I had my first son in 2015. And once I became a mom, I realized just how important it is to continue to live with intention and to continue to nourish yourself with your self-care. And that's really when my business pivoted to supporting moms um, in designing an intentional life. And so fast forward today, we're in 2022 and I have my blog, thehugamama.com and a few other fun projects. Um, and the message really is at the end of the day, it's being able to design an intentional life with the people you love, with your children, with your family, um, and that's the, my life's work is being able to empower moms to take a step back and reevaluate how they're spending their time and making sure that they're in alignment with what matters to them. Oh my gosh. I love ballroom dancing. That's quite fascinating. Yes. <laughs> I've never taken a dancing course, but I've always wanted to like try it out just because you see it on TV. I'm like, that looks like so much fun, but I just haven't had the balls to actually to look up like and research, like, all right, how do I make this happen? My husband has no rhythm. So am I doing this by myself? Like, how's that going to work? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I know it's, um, it's a lot of fun. It really is. You know, it's, you have, you have a kitchen that, that is always available for a, a dance. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm fascinated. What made you pivot to find a life coach yourself? I feel like it's kind of I don't know. Some people are just like, I don't know if I really need that. Like, what was that, that motivation that drew you to find support in order to help you like find a direction in your life? 
Yeah, that's a great question. So at the time I was, I was a, a, a competitive figure skater and ballroom dancing. Um, I did a lot of competitions and performances in New York. And I was just at the point where I wanted to, I was finishing up my bachelor's of science and um, just trying to figure out like, okay, what's the next, what's my next life chapter? Like, do I want to continue performing? Do I want to continue competing or do I want to do something else with my life? And so um, I decided to graduate in human development and psychology and I heard about a life, life coaching. So I hired one and she changed just my perspective and my, my view on life. And, um, through working with her, I realized that I really wanted to be of service to others, um, specifically to women. So that really was like the turning point for me, as far as like changing the course of my, my life, um, is through working with her. Mm. Now, on this journey, as you were, I love the intentionality that you put out there just about, you know, planning your life. So someone else doesn't plan it. You have that great quote from Jim Rohn that I saw on your website. I, I like jotted down like a little nerd, like some of the things that I saw in there that just, cause quotes to me are just so magical the way how just words can have so much power. And what was like, what are the values that you've learned? Like as your family, what, what are values that help you like live a more intentional life as you process all the stages of motherhood and just life itself? Yes. Yes. That's a great question. So as far as like my current core values, like it's taken, it's taken me just many years to really figure out at the end of the day, like what really matters for me and and my two boys and my husband. Um, I would say the first core value that I really believe in is just being able to love what you do. Um, no matter what life chapter you're in, no matter what <laughs> career you're in, like no matter how hard motherhood is for you, like being able to, it's a choice. It's a choice to be happy. And um, that would be the first core value of mine that I really, really believe in is just lo- loving what you do. Um, the second one would be to lead with gratitude. So at the end of the day, it's being able to have um, just a grateful heart and and as you, you know, you asked me earlier in our, um, in our interview, it's just, what, what am I grateful for? And so at the end of the day, it's something that I asked my boys, like, what are you grateful for today? Like, what was the best thing that happened today? And so that would be the second core value is lead with a grateful heart. And then the third core value would be um, time is your most valuable asset. And so how you're spending your time reflects a lot about what you value and um, what your beliefs are. And so being very intentional with how you spend your time and making sure it's in alignment with what matters to you. Oh, I love those so much. And I know you mentioned like, it's fascinating to hear um, how you incorporate your values with, you know, just raising children. So I would love to hear more about like how old your kids are and if you're still homeschooling, like how you got into the homeschooling route, because that's kind of how initially I found you. And I'm, I'm so fascinated to see how people end up on that path and how they're webbing their way through it and how long they do it for. Cause I know it's like ebbing and flowing with what life hands you. So I would love to hear that journey with just becoming a mom and then the, the decision to homeschool and what's that, what's that looking like for you now? Yeah. So, um, you know, I had, I had my, life coaching practice before the boy, my boys were born. And so I always had the vision of um, they would go to school. My kids would go to school and then I would have my career. I'd have my own 
practice. Um, but then when I became a mom and uh, COVID happened and I, they were both in school at the time, um, David, who's now six, he was in a Waldorf school. And then Liam, who's four now, he was in a Montessori school. And um, when COVID happened, I realized um, there was just a lot of uncertainty happening around in the world. And so we just pulled them out of school and we decided that we'll have our adventures together. So we traveled to the mountains a lot here in North Carolina. We spent a lot of time at the beach um, during the summertime. And that really was when I realized how much I actually really enjoy spending time with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been such a pleasure watching them grow the past couple of years. And um, that's when I realized like, being able to intentionally homeschool and to be at home with them and to watch them grow, watch them just whatever lights them up inside and to support them. Like that is something that I've come to really love and enjoy the actual process. And so that's when we decided to, um, that homeschooling is for us and how can we do it in a way that nourishes our entire family? How can we have more adventures together? Oh, I love that so much. Um, and there was a quote that by Rudolf Steiner, you had here again, I'm quoting from your website, <laughs> but I loved it so much because I think I'll read it. So that way people are like, what is she talking about? Um, it was, where is the book in which the teacher can read about what teaching is the children themselves are this book. We should not learn to teach out of any other book than the one lying open before us and consisting of the children themselves. This is such an empowering quote. I think for anybody that's venturing into homeschooling, just that you know, there's no right manual for teaching your kids. It's all about listening and exploring and loving your kids for who they are and just kind of ebbing and flowing with them. And I was in the education field for 12 years, professional, like for public education. So my heart is very heavy in like just listening to kids and letting them be the guide instead of a textbook or a curriculum. So I love that so much that you have that on your website. <laughs> Yes, yes. And you you make a really great point too, Jillian, as far as being able to follow the child. And I can't tell you how many homeschooling moms I meet where they feel overwhelmed or stressed as far as trying to find the curriculum for their child. And I always like to say, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's not a one size fits all for children. It's being able to sit back and observe what sparks their inner light and to follow them, follow, follow their lead. And so not only you ventured into homeschooling though, but you, you started putting resources out into the world, like very early on, like you had your book club. I saw your forest school. So what prompted you to put all these amazing resources out into the world for other people? Yeah. So I, I always see myself as just bringing people together. That's something mm -hmm. that I, I really enjoy. I love seeing people come together. I love seeing people connect with each other. And I always, I always saw myself as just a community builder. And so when we decided to take the two boys out of school and we would have our own family adventures, I started sharing it on social media. Um, and mom started reaching out to me and saying, you know, I feel the same way. Like I want to homeschool, but I don't know where to start. Or I don't have a community. And so it really happened organically. And um, we just formed a small group of families that shared similar values. And we started meeting at a local park once a week. And it just, it slowly grew to the point where now we're renting out a farmhouse out in the country. We have six acres of land and we have our, our nature classes there. And it's been such an amazing 
experience to see children learn through play and through nature and, and have a supportive group of moms who share similar values. Wow. That's amazing. You guys rent out a place and you guys meet there. Is it like weekly or? It is. It is. Yes. We have our nature classes there and um, we meet every week and sometimes we have field trips or sometimes we um, have community service where, so this past week we're putting together some care packages for a local rehabilitation center um, for the residents there. So the kids are learning how to be of service to others within the community. So we're really teaching life lessons to the next generation. And that's something that I'm, I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. I wish you lived right near me. That is, that is such a phenomenal like connector that you're right. Your gift is community building. I, that is amazing that just you putting that into the world has just started that, that small step in just bringing people together. And probably moms are like, I know I would be just not only the kids get to connect with other kids, but just like you said in the beginning, when we first connected, like having another mom who's open-minded and has similar values that you can just be in the presence with and share and have conversation. It's just so cup filling for me, at least. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it, more than ever before, we all need community, not just for ourselves, but for our children as well. Wow. Well, that is, uh, that's amazing, Tiffany. <laughs> uh, well, amongst, I know this, the year has been, um, the past year has been, well, let's say a year and a half. It's just been very challenging to say the least. What has been like one of your biggest challenges this year after like reflecting? Yes, yes. But I would say the biggest challenge that I've had to experience this past year was just continuing to be the light um, in the world and continuing to share my life's work despite what others say, despite mm. um the comments that people like to say. And so I had a situation this past year where um, just there's just a lot of negativity in my life and people saying hurtful things to me. And so just, I would say that that's the biggest challenge that I had to overcome this past year was to continue to be the lighthouse, continue to be of service to um, my clients, to my community, despite the negativity to continue to share my life's work. That would probably be the biggest, the biggest life lesson that I've learned this past year. I feel like anyone who's going to listen to this is going to be head nodding because I feel like everyone <laughs> goes through some <laughs> version of that. And it's so hard not to compare and not to let them other voices, you know, deter you in a different direction that is not true to you. But like, so what are you doing that helps you prime your mind to like, keep going to fill it with, you know, positive influence? Like, do you have any like routines or um, specific rituals that really help you stay aligned to who you are and to keep going? Yes. Yes. So that's, I mean, that has really helped me when things come up, challenges come up in my life. And so um, on my blog, thehugamama.com, I talk a lot about sacred morning rituals. So especially for moms, this is something that I firmly believe in is being able to carve out intentional time in the mornings to center yourself. So for me, Call me crazy, but I wake up early in the mornings and I hit the gym around 4 a.m. Um, to work out for about like an hour or so. And so that like every single day, Monday through Saturday, and then I take Sunday off. Um, but waking up early in the mornings 
and working out and lifting weights that has really helped just prime my mind, my body, my soul, and um, helping me just stay grounded for the rest of the day. So that would be my biggest, um, my biggest ritual is just first thing in the morning, hitting the gym. And then I come back, I journal, and I like to meditate and just focus on my, the gratitude um, that I have in my life. Wow, 4 a.m. <laughs> I know, crazy, crazy. I think it's, it's all the, the ice skating, you know, when I was younger. <laughs> it's just like, that's just me. I'm programmed, wake up early. <laughs> no, and it, it's funny for 12 years, I would wake up at 4.45 and it was like robotic. Like that was the routine because I had an hour commute to teach and I was in an early school. And ever since we moved to Virginia and now I'm not teaching anymore. And my routine lately has been rising at like seven 38. I'm just like, who am I? Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I do miss the routine of getting up early, but it's like right now, this season of life is just, I'm, I'm waking up with Lucille. Like she's crawling into bed with us, you know, in the middle of the night and it is what it is. So yes, uh, Enjoy, enjoy the season of life. Enjoy the snuggles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's amazing. 4am. That is dedication. Oh, I love it. No, that's great. <laughs> um, and I know you talked about your date night and me and Nick are like big proponents, like support is everything, like ask for help, seek help, say yes to help. So I would love to hear like, what is your support system behind the scenes to like help you thrive, help you and your husband thrive and just all of that, all that goodness. Yeah. I, the, the biggest thing that comes up for me is just, um, my husband, definitely he's been very supportive throughout this whole life journey. And as I continue to share my life's work with the world to just have him be my main support system. And I would say the second area would be my family. My mother-in-law has been very supportive with the boys and taking them to the mountains and my parents and um, my homeschooling community as well. The moms that are part of um, our poplar, they've just been super supportive and and, um, they inspire me every single day to continue to share my life's work. Mm. So I, I guess... In this season of life, what are you savoring the most right now? I know my season of life is totally different than yours, but I would love to hear what you're enjoying. Yeah, the biggest thing, the biggest thing that comes up for me, Jillian, is being able to be at home with the boys. Um, you know, this this time will only be happening for so long until they grow up until they're 18 and they spread their own wings and go into the world. And so being able to savor this season of life and and homeschooling them and being able to have as many, as many adventures as we can together um, has really been something has been my focal point. And I know when we had reached out, um, you you shared that your daughter really loves ponies. And so um, just being able to have plenty of adventures and memories where we, we can look back on those memories and to ch- really cherish them um, in the present moment. Mm. And I know you shared, um, I'm not sure if you consider working out exactly self-care, but what exactly 
how do you find time in the day? And what does that look like for you? I know for me, I'm one of those people that I definitely need time to myself to, to soak, to get energy. And there are some people who get energy from being around other people. And I'm fascinated by that because it's the complete opposite of me, but I, I would love to hear like, what fills your cup? Like, what does that look like for you? How do you make time for it? Just those rituals. Yes. And I'm the same with you, Jillian, where I just, I need that quiet time. I need that, that time to myself, especially with having two boys who are six and four. They just, they love, they love just boys being wild and free. And so (laughs) being able to have that intentional time for me, it's been there. They still take naps, which is awesome. I'm holding on to that for as long as I can. (laughs) I'm so jealous. (laughs) Yes. Nap time has been like my biggest thing. So in the afternoons, like we have this whole, um, rhythm throughout the day. And so after lunch, we just take, take quiet time and they usually sleep for about two hours. And so that's usually my time where if it's nice and sunny outside, I like to bring a book and, um, make a cup of coffee and just sit outside or, you know, blogging too has really been therapeutic for me where I just share my life lessons on the Huga mama blog. And that really has been another form of self-care that has really helped me to just continue to stay grounded and focused on gratitude. Mm. Oh, and I, I meant to ask you, this is like completely off topic. Um, your Huga mama, what, so I didn't know about Huga until I went to Copenhagen and I'm fascinated how oh. you found out about it. I was like, I wonder if, you know, she has some kind of Scandinavian history or, you know, like <laughs> what brought yeah. that on to like name your blog that. Yes. Yes. So that's a great question. So I, my, the dream is to go to Copenhagen and to actually experience the actual culture. Um, I've never been there and it's something that I have on my list that I actually want to go and experience. And so the Hukamama blog came about, um, I was sharing, I, I did a one year intentional living project and I shared it with, um, with my followers on social media. And so after that one year, everyone, everyone loved it. I, every day I shared life lessons of our journey together. And then that's when I launched the blog, the Huga mama. And I learned about Huga through just different books, um, cozy books, as far as how to create a cozy home, how to live with intention. And that's really how the Huga mama came about. The actual name is through reading books and learning more of the culture there um, and wanting to incorporate more of that into our own daily life. Oh, wow. Yeah. You'll probably, you probably love the whole expression of just like, there's no such thing as bad weather. You know, there's like, like they're, they're always outside. They have like, uh, and I can say for firsthand experience, one, one of my friends from school moved out there because his wife is an archeologist and she was applying for a job out there and they'd been there for, I think for three years now. And when she was telling me about the gear that her son had to buy, like it was like snow boots, snow pants, overalls, like, and it's not cheap. <laughs> she was saying like all the outdoor gear, like they have to bring to school. And I was like, that is so amazing that they're just like out there, you know, I guess they're, unless there's like crazy hailstorms or whatever, but <laughs> I find that fascinating how like the children just adapt to the weather and, you know, there's no such thing as bad weather. It's just bad gear, right? (laughs) Yes, 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 definitely. It's funny that you say that Jillian too, because we came back from the mountains um, up in Brevard, North Carolina, and it was snowing. It was snowing a lot. And so the boys had like four layers on, they had their boots on, they had their gloves and we all had a blast. And so, yeah, the biggest thing is just making sure, making sure those toes and those fingers are nice and warm for the little ones. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I, well, I would think you would probably love Copenhagen. It's such a 
walkable place. I mean, it's crazy when we first went there that the bikes are like their highway system. And it's just like I, when I was walking, I was like saying hi to the bikers. Like I do when I'm walking down the street, but it's like, they're in a car, Jill, they're not going to wave to you. Like this is their <laughs> motor of transportation, like majority in the city. It's quite fascinating just to see how many people are outside just riding bikes. It's just, it's breathtaking to me. I just thought it was so different from how it is here. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. How's the food over there? Food. It's, it's not like, so their cuisine, the way my friend describes it, who lives there, he's like, I mean, they're kind of like a meat and potatoes place, you know, and there's nothing fancy, but because they live in a city, there's just like amazing Thai food. There's like all different cultures of food there. Um, but the bread, like the bread and the pastry scene there is insane. Mm -hmm. So if you're big into <laughs> carbs and sweets, yes. then, uh, I mean, I'm a foodie. So I was just like, soaking up pastries and delicious coffee every day. And they have so many parks. They were like playing jazz music. Like we just be sprawled out just like on a random Wednesday afternoon. I'm like, this is nuts. It's, it's a pretty magical place. So I hope you're able to get out there one day. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And that's, you know, that's a whole nother topic as far as like world schooling too, right? Like being able to share, share with your children about the world and different cultures and what an, an awesome opportunity um, to share that with, with your children as well. So. Oh, absolutely. Have you traveled anywhere with your kids or have any plans this year to, to do any like world schooling? Yeah. I mean, it's something that's on our list for sure. We've traveled a lot throughout like just the different mountains in North Carolina and traveled a good bit in South Carolina. Um, but no, no plans going outside of the States, but plenty of, plenty of adventures in, in the area for sure. Nice. Well, we are big fans of Asheville. I'm not sure if you've been to Asheville since you're in North Carolina, but yes. we, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice area too there. We love it. Yeah. The, the mountain scene and the food scene, like definitely drew us in and it was a contender when we were moving. We're like, Asheville could be on the list, but ultimately we, uh, we landed here and we are thrilled to be here as well because we're definitely mountain people. We love the beach, but we are like, let's get near mountains. It'd be cool to just go for like 10 minute drive and hike and then hike somewhere else and then hike somewhere else. So, um, yeah. Yes. And I meant to ask you, how did you guys land in, uh, North Carolina? I know you said you met your husband in New York. Yeah. So he's from North Carolina. Okay. So his family is from here and he grew up here. And so when he, we, he was in the military. And so when his contract was, was done, we decided that we wanted to, to settle our roots here in North Carolina. That's fascinating. And does he, how, like, what is that? I'm guessing what is his job now that does he kind of help you with the kids or does he do something else now? Like how He's does that Okay. Yeah, he's a software engineer. So he works okay. for a remote company. So he has his office at home. And so that's something that I've, I've really been cherishing in this season of life too, is just um, when he has time, we can have lunch together outside or we can, um, he can spend time with the boys for a little bit in the afternoon. And so it's really been an awesome opportunity for him to connect with the boys as well. Wow. Yeah. My husband is having a similar experience. He just went, he, well, he's been remote since the pandemic started and now he's permanently remote. And he was just saying like how awesome it is to like see Lucille, like all parts of the day and just to hear her playing in the background. And, um, I'm very grateful for that experience as well, to have him here, to have more time together as a family and for him just to, you know, he, he doesn't have that long commute anymore. So he's able to just like soak in this age 
of just magic of like 24 <laughs> seven. Cherishing the little things at the end of the day, that's what matters for sure. Yes. And I, it seems like you are dabbling in so many amazing projects, like based on what I see on like your blog and the websites and Instagram, is there anything that you're currently working on now that you're like really enthusiastic about? That's a great question. I mean, I am working on a handful of different projects currently, but if I can just choose one, one thing that really gets me excited is to just, I recently launched a monthly subscription for moms and it's just a cozy community where we come together to support each other for moms all around the world. And we have different challenges. We have, we just finished our life vision course. Um, and it's just, I'm really excited about it because at the end of the day, we're all in this together and it takes a village. And so being able to connect moms, no matter where you live and being able to come together and to support each other and empower each other to designing an intentional life, I think is, it's pretty awesome. So that would be, that would be something I'm definitely excited about and to continue to support these moms in designing an intentional life. Oh my goodness. Uh, you are probably such a light for so many moms out there. Holy cow. I wish, I wish I knew about you when I first started. <laughs> Hey, we may, we may come visit you in Virginia. Maybe we can go see those wild ponies in Grayson Highlands. Yes. You have no idea how much I love that this podcast can like bring me to like just meeting new, amazing, uplifting humans. So that would be like such an ecstatic moment for us all. You have no idea. (laughs) Yes. Let's plan on it. (laughs) Yes. That would be so great. Uh, Well, we're, we're starting to come like full circle here and uh, I know you have a, probably a lot of quotes just from reading your blogs. You, I feel like we have similar tastes, but I would love to hear what's one quote that's resonating with you in this season of life. Yeah. So the biggest, the biggest quote that is currently, currently my favorite and something that keeps popping up again and again, this past year, um, it's by Gandhi. And he says, be the change you wish to see in the world. Mm. And um, the reason why quote really pops up for me is just, you know, at the end of the day, if there's an area in our life that we don't like, it's, it's up to us to change. And it's up for, it's up to us to do the inner work within ourselves to make those changes. And so if, if you want to change something in your life, it's, you have the power to do it. And so I think this is such a great reminder for our listeners on your podcast is be the change you wish to see and um, be the lighthouse for the world. Love it. And it's just all about starting small, right? I feel like so many people think it's like this huge transformational big thing you have to do, but it's really like these little small intentional steps that you take and it just kind of blossoms. Yes, definitely. Mm. Oh, this is so good. I don't even want to end our conversation. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've Um, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this Jillian. And um, I'm so thankful for the hard work that you're doing on your podcast and sharing the message of intentional living. I think more than ever before, people need to hear that there's hope and, um, you know, there is hope for the future, for a better future. Thank you for saying that. Um, we are all about action as well on here. And we, we started doing, we, I feel like if you put the word challenge with everything, it just makes it seem more, it gamifies it, right? It just makes it seem more fun. 
if you could give yeah. like a little, a small take action challenge for our listeners, just to, to live a more intentional and happier life, what would that be? Yeah. So I'm all about taking action as well. And, um, you know, when it comes to designing an, an intentional life, it really believe it really begins with our beliefs and our mindset. And so something that I encourage the listeners on your podcast to really take a step and think about is just what are your beliefs? What do you currently believe in? What do you believe in about yourself, about your life and figuring out, are they empowering or disempowering you? And if they're disempowering you, being able to shift your beliefs into a state that is empowering, that propels you forward. And so that's the biggest, um, that would be the biggest like take action is to figure out what, what is, what are your beliefs and making sure they're in alignment with what matters to you. Mm. So good. So good. Uh, this has been amazing. Okay. So if others want to connect with you and I'm sure there will, and they want to follow you, um, where can they connect with you? Like get in touch, get in touch with you and, and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I'm all about connecting and, um, at, on Instagram, you know, we connected. And so definitely follow me on Instagram, mindful coach Tiff. I'd love to stay connected and check out the where I share uh, weekly blog posts, all about intentional living for moms and, my email, Tiffany at tiffanymason.com. It's, it's always nice to connect with like-minded people. So definitely those are some ways we can, we can stay connected. Awesome. Well, Tiffany, it has been a pleasure having you on here. Thank you so much for saying yes. And for this beautiful conversation. Yes. Thank you so much, Jillian. And um, again, thank you for all the hard work that you do here on the podcast. All right, folks, that's going to do it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed Jill's interview with Tiffany Mason. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation, conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you all again next week. See you all later.